Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. She says police terrorized her son. Now Montgomery County has settled a lawsuit with her. I'm Nick Ainelli. A devastating report blames the Frederick County Fire Department for the death of a captain. I'm Melissa Howell. Our George Wallace at 410 on the Commander's final preseason game tonight. It's 4 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Allison Keyes. All eyes are on Florida, where NASA is preparing to get its new moon program underway with the launch of its most powerful rocket yet. It is history in the making and a step into the future. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. It's been a long time since NASA developed its first and last moon rocket, the Saturn V. Artemis mission manager Mike Serafin. This is something that has not been done in over 50 years and is incredibly difficult. The space agency is depending on this unpiloted test flight so astronauts can fly the next mission. Through this experience, we will change and modify anything necessary to, to prepare ourselves for crewed flight on the very next mission. If all goes well, that could happen in 2024 with the first lunar landing in 2025 or 6. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. In Texas, relatives of students killed in school shootings are calling on Governor Greg Abbott to do more to fight gun violence. Jasmine Cazares lost her sister Jackie at the Robb Elementary Massacre where 21 people were murdered. Because of an 18-year-old boy with an AR-15, my sister never got to celebrate becoming double digits. She will forever be nine years old. The governor has all but ruled out new gun restrictions. Scientists are working on ways to preserve species of animals and plants at risk of extinction amid climate change and other challenges. The UN says around 1 million plant and animal species like the black rhino and the mountain gorilla are at risk of extinction more than at any other time in human history. That's why scientists worldwide are racing to sequence the genetic codes of the Earth's one and a half million known species. So far, British researchers have recorded the genetic blueprint of nearly 400 of the country's roughly 70,000 known species. All the data is shared online in the spirit of open science. CBS's Roxana Saberi. New weather threats for the nation. It's a warm front, cold front combination. Warm front comes through today. That brings about that chance for severe storms anywhere from Minnesota all the way down into Oklahoma and Texas. So it's going to be an active day with damaging winds, possibly some big hail, and we can never rule out isolated tornadoes in this situation. So the Twin Cities down towards Des Moines, even the Plaza and Kansas City, watch out later today and even into parts of Oklahoma and the panhandle of Texas. There could be some nasty storms out there. That's the Weather Channel's Kelly Cass. Pope Francis introduced 20 cardinals around the world, choosing men who mostly agree with his progressive vision for the church. 16 of them will be able to elect a new pope from among themselves if Francis resigns or dies. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 3 August 27th, it's 88 degrees. 
Good afternoon. I'm Annalisa Gale. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. Interest rate hikes to fight inflation aren't going anywhere, according to the Federal Reserve. It sent stocks stumbling. And with it, there is now a new warning on the housing market. Scores of markets around the country, including right here in the DMV, are overvalued. That's according to a new study from Moody Analytics. Overall, home purchases could drop by as much as 20%. Paul Brandis with Dow Jones Market Watch says it's because of the sharp rise in mortgage rates, which doubled this year. Affordability goes down, potential buyers get squeeze out of the market. So around the country, we're getting these reports, homes sitting on the market longer. Randa says this could get worse with no signs of interest rates easing up. If a recession comes, and of course some economists think we're already in one, then these trends could deteriorate further. Luke Luger, WTOP News. California has made headlines with some tough new emission rules, and those same rules are actually on track to come to Virginia as of now. California has moved to have all new cars, pickup trucks, and SUVs sold in the state to be primarily powered by electricity or hydrogen by 2035. And Virginia is currently on a path toward adopting those same rules because of 2021 legislation that involved the Commonwealth adopting California's emissions standards. The legislation was a top priority of environmental advocates and passed at a time when Democrats were in full control of Virginia's government. Governor Glenn Youngkin and Republicans in the House of Delegates now say they'll push to unlink Virginia's standards. Republicans now control the House, but Democrats control the state Senate. John Aaron, WTOP News. Montgomery County has settled a lawsuit that was filed by a family related to a troubling interaction between a then five-year-old and two county police officers. Shanta Grant is getting $275,000 in the settlement with Montgomery County. She's the mother who sued, arguing that police terrorized her five-year-old son in January of 2020. County Executive Mark Elrich released a statement saying he supports the settlement and that the incident led to improvements in officer training. Ain't nobody even listening. You know why? Don't nobody want to hear that. Police body cam video showed the officers berating the boy and grabbing his arm. The interaction happened after the child had walked away alone from East Silver Spring Elementary School. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A year ago this month, Frederick County Fire Captain Joshua Larry was killed in the line of duty. The Frederick County Fire Department is now taking the blame for some serious mistakes that led to his death. The after-action report looked into details around the death of Frederick County Firefighter Captain Joshua Laird and found a serious lack of change within the fire department, blaming, quote, culture and systems for his death. The report, released yesterday, looks back at a house fire that happened last August in Imesville. It points out several serious concerns, including a lack of knowledge among the fire crew of how long the fire had been burning. Laird fell through the floor, still conscious. He called for help. The report says efforts to rescue Laird lacked coordination. He was eventually taken to a hospital, but later died. Laird was posthumously promoted to battalion chief. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. And new this afternoon, we have more information on what's causing heavy traffic on 295 North. A shooting involving a law enforcement officer left heavy backup. It happened at 130 near Kenilworth Avenue Northeast. Police say an off-duty law enforcement officer was involved in some way, but it's unclear what agency they are with and how they were involved. No one was hurt, but road closures are in effect on the northbound lanes of 295. Stay with WTOP traffic for updates on that. Coming up after traffic and weather, the commanders are taking on the Baltimore Ravens in their final preseason game. What to expect? It's now 4-6. Here's a highlight from Chris Usserman, the Director of Security Architecture at Infoblox Federal on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Know what your goals are. Know what your enterprise looks like. 
know what data you have to secure and where it is, uh, and realize that it's a continuous improvement process. Forecast, budget, plan, and architect for that. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. The ever-expanding enterprise and evolving threat landscape are putting unprecedented pressure on today's government networks and IT leadership to provide stronger security. What if you had an in-depth strategy to protect your assets, reduce risks, and simplify network management? InfoBlock's public sector offers a forward